0: Welcome back, everyone, to an online friend simulator because everyone can use a friend, even online, <laughs> as I struggle, struggle, struggle with everything. Um, how's everyone doing? Hope everyone's fine. I'm Francis, a.k.a. The Other Guy. This is the place where you can find this friendly voice in an ever increasingly unfriendly world. This is the place to hopefully help you guys connect with somebody who can empathize with you, someone who you can relate to, hopefully. And in all honesty, this is just, this is hopefully where you feel a little less lonely. Because I know I, I feel lonely. I know I've, I've definitely felt lonely. And I've needed shows to keep me company. I needed them to let me know that I wasn't crazy or weird. That I, that I wasn't alone. And I hope the online friend simulator does that for you. So like I asked, please let me know. How are you doing? How's everyone going? Hope you had a good day. Hope you had some fun. Hope you have some positive things happening in the horizon. I'm hoping you are experiencing some pleasantries in some way, shape, or form. Whether it be in the form of a chocolate chip cookie, or maybe in the form of a uh, yacht cruise somewhere in the Caribbean. Whatever it is that is making you happy right now. <laughs> I hope that you're indulging in it because we really should. It's not something we do enough of is indulging in those. I'm not going to say little things when I said yacht cruise. I mean, wow. I was going to say we should indulge in the little things. But the yacht cruise is definitely not a little thing. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping everyone's doing all right. Um, we have a lot to talk about. This is three weeks in the making. A lot has happened. This is like my eighth re-recording of the show. Usually I, re- I write down stuff, and I'm every time I do an episode, I'm like, I really should have written stuff down, because I just sound like a maniac that doesn't know what they're talking about. And so I actually have notes this time. Um, I call those other episodes rehearsals. Actually, I don't call them rehearsals, because the previous episodes were done before things happened. Like... For instance, before we get into how I'm doing, the first episode I was going to do was going to be based on how much I miss having a friend with me when watching a movie, for instance, kind of a very um, sterile topic. Right? Something that isn't it's very exciting or very flashy, but it's observant, you know, it's something that you guys can relate to probably in, in your everyday life. Like if you're like me, I do a lot of stuff by myself. I do a lot of things alone. And so when I have an opportunity to do something with somebody else, I I, I snag it, you know, and I I run with it because I'm with someone. For instance, I had a friend of mine who came with me to watch Detective Pikachu. And it was great. Because it's been uh, since I saw uh, Mary Poppins with my family last year in December, I hadn't watched any movies with anyone else, and so I had someone to kind of share glances with when we found something funny or saw a surprise, or like, oh, you know, like when the big twist happens at the end of the of, of Detect Pikachu. Like my friend and I look at each other knowingly and kind of laugh and like, wow, that's really, you know, like. We should have known, but there you go. It's a cool little surprise. And we were able to talk about it afterwards and lament on the things that we enjoyed and like kind of criticize the things that we didn't. And it was really refreshing to have someone to talk to about a movie. And then afterwards, you know, um, I went to see other movies by myself. And though I still enjoyed those films, uh, John Wick three and Aladdin. Yes. I liked Aladdin. And I thought Will Smith was great as a genie. Um, Not having to talk to somebody else afterwards was a little disappointing. Or having to um, share knowing glances at someone during a movie was a little disappointing. But I got to talk about it on No Ordinary Nerd. So, I mean, look, I got it out of my system in the sense of i got a chance to talk about that film and it was super great to be able to talk about that film but i realize now that that was a little bit of a of a pedestrian type of thing to talk about given that like big things can happen right big things can happen in life so that was one thing then the second thing was that was going to happen that i'm actually going to talk about today was like hey here's this big unexpected thing i can't wait to talk about it serendipity blah 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 and it's like oh and I'll be talking about that today. Like, that's going to be part of this conversation, but it even grew further because then just recently, that serendipity thing that was like, hey, here's this, this, this amazing blown up thing. Oh. Well. Let's take it down a notch. And so it was taken down a notch. I was disappointed. Blah, blah, blah. I'll talk about this. This is all like a precursor to what I'm going to be talking about. So a lot has happened, but I I did like an episode for each event that happened, right? And this is going to be an accumulation of all of those things into one, sort of. I mean, I did the movie thing pretty quick, but I would have, I would have elaborated more on kind of my own observations, my own feelings. So there's that. So let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into now that I know how you're doing, and hopefully, again, it's doing well. I'll, I'll let you know a little bit of what's going on with me. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? No. Oh, how am I? Han, who apparently was named Solo because he was by himself. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Look. Uh, sorry for this aside. I don't. I know people didn't like that film where there were people who with an agenda who didn't like that film. Whatever. I enjoyed that film. I saw it twice. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, but I enjoyed it. I had a good time so much so that I saw it twice. Uh, anyway, um, so how am I, how am I doing? What's going on? Well, I'm doing okay. Again, life has hit me in so many different ways that I don't even know what to do with myself, but that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, you know, about how I'm doing, right? Like I had an unexpected high this past week or two weeks ago, because let me tell you, you know, when life for me, for the most part, for like the last almost decade, has been fairly uneventful in the sense of like surprises. Yeah, I traveled. Yeah, I went places. Yeah, I got really sick when I was in Spain. Yeah, I um got to finally meet my longtime friend, you know, who lived in Ireland. In Ireland? Like, I'm talking about travel stuff for some reason. Yeah, I got hit by a uh, a car while coming home from... Like, my car I got hit by a car, not me personally. I mean, I'm I'm here with all limbs intact, but I said, Hey, you know, my car was hit by another person um, on my way home from actually on my way to take uh, my, my, uh, the host of Points of Interest Podcast, podcast, which I co host, the OSM to the airport, got hit when I was like observing everyone else being like really. Crazy drivers! All of a sudden, I thought I say, "Wouldn't it be funny if I got hit and then I get hit by a car?" Like that's all life experiences that I never expected I would ha- that would happen to me. There's surprises that that hit me, but not in a way that just like that was life altering, you know. When I was sick in Spain, I was just sick, you know. Like sure, the blood was drained from my face and terrible stuff was happening to my body, but I mean, I survived. I lived. I would say the Ireland, though. I, I take it back. Ireland was life-changing because I love Ireland. I, it's, a, it's a wonderful place. I would love to go there again. And I met m- m- probably my closest friend, whom... My bestest friend, even. Whom I haven't talked to in so long because, unfortunately, life happens. But, yeah. Like, he's one of the best person people I know. And I got to see him and meet him. And, and like... The, like, like it was able to poke his like forehead and he was real you know that was awesome and yeah and so th- things like that are are like oh wow those are, those are big things to experience in life and then I guess something similar to that experience happened a couple weeks ago now I'm going to be vague about the vast majority of details because in all honesty I'm trying to protect the innocent here um you know, I chose the podcast life. (laughs) They did not. Uh, And though I did ask if it was something I could talk about, I'm trying to respect kind of their, you know, like their space Um, because they like to have their privacy while I am perfectly fine throwing it all over the place. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, I I was doing a thing in which I was just minding my own business. I was just doing life as life is done. And out of nowhere, out of the blue, someone entered it and changed it in a dramatic way. It made me feel the most positive that I had in a very, very long time. And it was dramatic it was drastic it was real it was big and it lasted for a whole week until it it seemed a little too big and this person was like okay well it's yeah no let's you know and so i had to take it back a notch actually we all had to take it back a notch and when i say we all i mean we all and it was tough I took it fairly hard. I wasn't really sure. I wasn't really happy afterward. I went through a lot of different emotions. Because I was on this high. I was on this, 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 I was on this thousand mile an hour train. And all of a sudden, they're stopping. I'm like, whoa, I, I, I flew to the front of the train and banged my head against the sliding glass door. That's well, not glass. You know what I mean. There is a glass, but never mind. So what did I do? So to put into, like, I guess more relatable terms, that's not relatable. I'm just making up a story based off of my recent viewing of Aladdin. But let's say you were stumbled upon a magic lamp and a genie appears. And the genie says, I will grant you three wishes. In that voice, in my voice, because, you know, it puts you to sleep. And you're like, what? Three? Anything? He's like, well, no, no, no. There's caveats. I can't make anyone fall in love with you. I can't kill anyone. And I forgot what the other one was. He's like, all right. Well, fine. Okay. But this is pretty awesome. The possibilities are endless. Three. Well, almost endless. Because, again, you can't kill or have anyone fall in love with you, etc. Anyway, so you're giving these three wishes. You're like, okay, well, I wish for this. No, no. Well," And he's like, whoa, 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 buddy. Whoa, buddy. Wait a minute. Actually. And it's been, hmm, we've been, you know, we've been introduced, we've been doing this thing for a while, let me just hold you back there, one wish, actually. You got the one wish. That's awesome, right? I went from, you, you went, I did too, in this, in case, you went from something super awesome to, it's still awesome, but, man, two wishes gone, like that. And you're like, great, you know, I have a wish, and the possibilities are still fairly endless, but. Ah, it's down to one wish. So that's how I felt. Still great. Not as great as it was. And that's fine. Again, the world is full of people. Seven billion of them, actually. Actually, eight, I think. We're reaching eight now. And as such, we are allowed to be disappointed. We're allowed to be happy and we're allowed to make changes in not just our lives, but the lives that uh, of others that allow us in. And so I allowed people in and, you know, they dictated the new rules and I'm like, that's okay. Well, I have to, you know, okay. So that's going to be the impetus of our conversation for today because so much happened Between then and now and uh, I'm wondering if you guys out there can relate. I wonder if you can understand what I kind of went through Um, and it deals with the topic and word that I'm just not comfortable using. And we'll just be talking about it here. I get. Well, why am I? Why am I like leading it up as if there's going to be like a break or something? We're going to talk about it right now. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I keep forgetting how loud that is. Ah, Bobby. Bobby. I can't do a Hank Hill voice. That sounds like more like an old man than anything else. Here we go. All right. So, um. What ha- so the feelings and the and the observations and the whatever. Well, the, 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 the thing that the, the word that I don't like or the term that I don't like or whatever it is, is the word hope. I had a decade of, again, just kind of not a lot of exciting things happening. Not a, not a lot of exciting things happening to me. Uh, if it comes to something positive, yeah, I mean, look, positive stuff happens to everybody. But... In certain areas of my life, I just thought, hey, this is it. This is how it is. This is kind of the the routine. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to get better. Nothing's going to get worse. This is just it. And it made me wonder, like, am I just waiting for death? Am I just ticking the clock until I hit, you know, whatever age I die at? Like, what is this? And then something happened, two weeks ago happened. The word hope entered my little, little old head. And hope is a dangerous word and a wonderful word because it means a lot for a lot of people. Hope is that um, third world country that is expecting water and hoping for a better future and getting it. You know, it ha- that hope is what keeps people from giving in to, to like tyranny and and villainy because they know that something that that if they hold out, you know, someone will rescue them or someone will, you know, correct the the bad that's going on in the world. Like we all hold out for hope, and we ho- all work towards hope. In other words, we you know, if we hope for a better future, we work towards it by you know. Um, by, by, change, you know, I guess like improving the environment or inventing new things that will make our lives better. We're like we do stuff to make our lives better, all for hope. And hope comes in many different varying degrees. There's hope for ourselves and hope for others. There's hope for all sorts of things. And, and I keep saying this word because I hate it so very much because I never had it. I shouldn't say I never had it, but I didn't have it for the last 10 years. I never had it. During those 10 years. Um, Maybe I had inklings of it, but I never had full on like, yes, like this is a good thing happening. And I had that for a week. Now, do I still have it? I mean, sure. It's tempered and it's realistic. But. It reminds me that. Because we live with so many other people in the world that anything can happen. We don't, we have only so much control over our own lives because we're interacting with so many different people on a regular basis. Even when you're like a, if you're a person that's online all the time and never leave the house. Uh, the internet is other people, <laughs> like, right? You know, you have your Twitters, your Facebooks, your Instagrams, or if you don't do any social media or you just do like Reddit or you do the news or something, those are people writing the news. Those are people building websites, building your video games, if that's all you do. Like there's people, you're interacting with people in some way, shape, or form, and they will impact your life in some way, shape, or form. For instance, I have talked about this many times, but the Persona series – from atlas the persona games from three four and five um they impacted my life because it gave me an alternate life for a while i got to fantasize about like this other life i could have as a as a you know a young sleuth or a young thief or whatever fighting crime and falling in love and you know making millions of friends in the span of like a few days (laughs) Like what a fantasy world to live in, but it, it it you know it kept me sane. It was such great therapy, and it was such great everything, and it was nice. And as a result, it it helped me in ways that I didn't know it could, and that's what it does. Like that's that's what life does to you, right? That's what. That that's what happens. Somebody made those games. Somebody that was me interacting with the world at at large because somebody made those games. Somebody programmed them. Somebody voice acted them. Somebody did made the music, which I, I love. They all did that to make me feel a certain way, to change my way, the way my life is, or made change the way I'm thinking. That game was the reason why I decided to go to Japan, for instance. Like, that was a big factor in my trip to Japan, even though I never got to see the concert that was a part of that game. It made me go. And I was better for it. As such. As such. What happens then with this, with people? We can't avoid them. They're everywhere. And it happened to me. And it's continuing to happen. And I don't know what to do with it. And it freaks me out. You know, not. not, It doesn't freak me out. (laughs) Freaking out is a big word, but it surprises me. It it makes me feel like I'm not that anything can happen in the world around me. Like anything. Good and bad. Well, good more than bad, really. Like like positive things can happen in the general. And it's nice. And it's lovely. And it's... Grand. And I never felt this way before. Ten years of kind of mediocre life. Which, in all honesty, I mean, a lot of it was my fault. but I did not try, I did things and I tried and I failed and I tried and I failed and I failed and I failed and I failed. Because isn't that what, look, because, it's because we hold on to that, which is what I I, I wonder if you guys can relate to. Like for those who have lost hope, like what would it take for you to regain it? Because I had lost hope, I'm not gonna lie, I lost hope. That anything positive to this degree would ever happen. It's like winning the lottery. I attribute that moment to like winning the lottery. So, what do you do? How do you handle it when you don't know what's going to happen around the corner? And, you know, it's always, it's so cliche. So cliche. Uh, Keep your chin up. You never know. Tomorrow's a new day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You never know. You know this is a new day. Things can happen. dee blah de, bladi de, blah, de, blah. Like it's, it's filler, right? It's just filler. And then it happens to you. It's no longer filler. It becomes mantra. Like you're right. Oh my God! Anything can happen. No. Nah. Tomorrow I can like you know grow a third limb and be uh, triclops. Ma- no, no, triclops would be three eyes. Um, try arm um, try hard. I don't know, <laughs> you know, but like anything can happen. Like, I I didn't believe in that. And then it happened. It took ten years, but it happened, and it got tempered. And it's whatever it is, you know. It is it is whatever it is now. But like that just that just means that it can happen again in some other way shape or form out of nowhere it, and it could be anything possibilities no 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 mind you mind you this should not be a discouragement to, to like actively do things and go out there and make your own luck and make your own you know serendipitous things happen which is kind of an oxymoron i guess cuz serendipitous things happen because it's serendipitous it's, it's out of nowhere but I had to. I had to make it. I guess I had to make it happen because I had to do something for some. For you know, for this. Anyway, in other words, I'm just saying, keep going and doing stuff. How do I put this? Ugh, uh, you think I was good with words? You would think as a podcaster I'd be good with words? You would think I'd be a wordsmith? I'd like to tell you I am not a wordsmith, um, and I'm a writer, which even makes it worse. I should be a wordsmith. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is, if you feel like giving up, you, you like you can be like me and just kind of give up, like I was. I guess I'm not given. I, I, I'm no longer really giving up. Um, but you can be like me, like I was, give up, but keep moving forward. Just keep putting that foot in front of the other. Go out there, do your thing. Go to places. Go to. Good. like I again I did 99.9% of everything alone. And if you're like me, I felt alone don't told the whole time, but you know, on occasion I made a fr- I made friends. As a matter of fact, one of those friends recently contacted me. Um you, if you've been a longtime listener of me, you might know who he is, Dean the Movie Cynic. Um, he used to be a part of an old show I did, and uh, we had met at a Scott Pilgrim screening. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, almost a decade ago. <laughs> Holy crap, it was a while ago. Um, we met. We're still friends, like he communicated. We're probably going to do an episode of a show together. Uh, with, uh, number one, uh, with number one fan Tommy, um, from Sincere Sarcasm. But like, that was unexpected. That's another, again, unexpected. Just living life, doing my own thing. All of a sudden, this guy comes out of nowhere and says, Hey, man, long time no speak. And we're reconnecting again. How awesome is that? And all I kept doing was moving forward and taking each foot, you know, take, Oh, Oh, and how I met him was moving forward. Like I was like, this was re this was r- shortly after the, the dark times. I was living in a car. No, no. I think this was after living in a car. I, I, didn't, I don't think I was living in my car anymore. Um, but I was still like, not I don't think, I don't know. I, I think I just got my job. I think I was just, start- I, Oh yeah, I did. I did get my job because that's how I found out about this theater. So I, I just had started working, you know, I had just started rebuilding my life, and I just kept moving forward. And one of the things was doing this 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 uh, this movie, uh, Midnight Showing of Scott Pilgrim, and I met this guy. He was the first one in line it, it, to, to watch it. We were like four or five hours early to the midnight screening because we thought, oh, yeah, there's going to be a ton of people to watch this thing. No, people didn't start showing up to like a couple hours. So we were like three hours. Through. No, no, I take that back. I think like people trickled in over the five hours. But we were there, like, I think five hours early. And we became friends. We saw that movie like two or three times in that theater. We hung out outside of that, you know, talking and just like, we became friends. Like, again, unexpected, wouldn't have happened otherwise. Like, that's what you have to do. You have to be open to those opportunities. You have to be open to that. You have to be, you have to allow yourself. Even if you have no hope to just give yourself a little bit, an ounce, maybe, or a pint, or if you're more daring, a pint. And just keep going with that hope. Because you never know. Because all we're doing right now, right, as human beings, is trying to give our lives some meaning, right? We all have to hope. And and what helps give our life meaning is hoping for something, anything a perfect job, a wonderful life, you know, or just making it to the next paycheck. Like even it's just making it to the next paycheck intact is a hope, a positive one, because that means, you know, you're alive and well, and you didn't, you know, go for broke and you're not starving. You made it to the next paycheck and you keep moving forward, but keep moving forward because people or things, even things can come into your life and just change everything for the better or just change things in in, in a way that, how you take it can make it for the better. I'm not used to being this positive, folks. This is not me. This is not normal. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. This is a little strange. But there you go. Um, Can you guys relate? I want to know if you can relate. I want to know if you understand what I'm going through or if I'm just being crazy. I feel like I'm being crazy. But, yeah. It's weird to have... Like, again, my mind has changed. It's like the the wiring in my head has changed a little bit to where I'm just a little more of other things. Like I'm doing things differently in my life. I'm actively trying to make things different um, because of just mo- this mo- new motivation and this new hope. Episode four, Star Wars. All right, let's go quickly uh, as I am reaching. Uh, 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 there's no really limit, but I, you know. I don't want to bore you guys for like an hour so I'm going to try to wrap things up. Let's uh let's get into um some feed feedback. Feedback. Let's yeah, that's what it's called. It's called feedback. And here we go. Here's the little sound bite that goes with that. <laughs> You can send your feedback to Show at gmail.com or leave a comment at sincere sarcasm.net. Or if you – well, I'll go to the comment first um, because this is uh, an interesting topic or an interesting addition to what I was talking about when I was discussing um, the secret crush thing that Facebook is going to be implementing at the end of the year. So for those of you who may – or if this is your first episode, you may not know or if you didn't hear about it. um, Secret crush is this – Ability that you'll have on Facebook to pretty much crush on someone in your friends list. And if they crush back on you, it makes a connection. And it's kind of like a dating service. It's kind of like a dating website. It's, um, but it's with people, you know, so if you guys have been hiding your unrequited love for each other, and all of a sudden you like, you show it off, admitting it uh, through this th- Through the service Then um, it'll work as a way to bring people together Or as I said in that episode It's a way to tear You know to, to kill your self esteem When nobody secret likes you back <laughs> Which is something I would expect uh, On my end No more secret crushes on my end But anyway I'm gonna I'm, Yeah I said I was gonna try it So we'll see what happens I'll try it out uh, When it comes out in, in December I want to say But anyway Here's Anthony, who left a comment on that episode uh, at CensorSarcasm.net. He says the only problem that I see when it comes to the secret crush thing on Facebook is an aspect that you didn't even talk about what what you failed to talk about is what it will do to current relationships, people who are crushing on people who aren't their significant other. I can see where this uh, could lead to so many issues like married people trying to find a little something on the side, people using this feature to make their current partners jealous, and so many other issues when it comes to matters of the heart and mind. This is something that you might want to think about as well. Well, Anthony, thanks uh, very much for the comment. Um, Here's my thoughts on this. It's hard to... It's a gamble, I should say, more than it is hard. It's a gamble, to secret crush someone on there because you have to uh, in order to cheat properly you have to know the other person's interested in cheating with you in other words the other person's willing to be the culprit to in this whole cheating thing if they don't know they might not necessarily crush you like they might not necessarily return the secret crush back so you're really gambling which if you're a person who's who wants to look for infidelity there's easier ways to do it there's websites that I'm sure that are out there, there are message boards. I'm certain there are much easier ways to cheat. so if you're gonna use secret crush, you might not get the results you want like I say let's let's say for instance, I'm married and I secret crush this girl, and I never you know like i said i don't I'm, I don't think I'll ever get a secret crush back, but if they secret crush me, well, a they, I mean, the likelihood of that happening is, they, is fairly low because that person, usually people you're, who you're friends with on Facebook, usually, and I'm, I'm going to say there's probably a lot of exceptions to this rule, but usually respect the relationship that you're in. But if they don't, and you guys have already been flirting outside of Facebook, then you're already crushing on each other and you don't need that that app. But if you're going to, but I guess if, you know, if if I were to you know, take a chance. I, the, the, you know, um, quote unquote married person in this scenario were to take a chance and crush on somebody and hope that they crush back. Uh, I mean, I might be waiting a long time or whatever. I, I just think there's just easier ways if you're going to do the, if you're going to cheat, I think there's a million easier ways to cheat. Uh, this would actually be the hardest way to do it in my In my personal opinion. Um, As for um, making another person jealous. Well, if you're going down that path, you're in a bad relationship and should probably break up. Like, there's your gigantic, huge, 30-foot red flag, like, flapping in the air. Because they're saying, hey, look, I want to make you jealous. So in all honesty i think that's a good thing because then the the significant other will know hey this guy or girl is a piece of crap i'm going to leave this relationship so i'm okay with that part actually because look infidelity is a choice and it's a choice that can be often brought up by it based off of opportunity if you allow, if you are a, if you allow yourself the opportunity to cheat you will cheat But if you recognize that, yes, you may be attracted to someone who's not your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, maybe you recognize that, how much do you value your relationship? If you value it, you're not going to put yourself in scenarios where you can potentially cheat on on your significant other. If you don't care about the relationship and you cheat on your significant other, there's a problem already, and I think it's better to get it out of the open now so that that the other person can make the decision to leave. It's a tough decision, but... You know, we can't blame the software for the actions of people who are terrible, right? We can't blame the software. We can't blame this thing because there are this isn't the first thing that they can use to go ahead and do something that that will hurt another person. So instead, instead, you know, I, I, I believe they'll do other things. So anyway, I, I hope that gives you some clarification on why I never put it in that context. Just because I just think that, yeah, this is too complicated for an appropriate cheating. But thanks. For, I really do appreciate the comment. Uh, give me more. Hopefully you have some for this particular episode. And you don't, you don't have to just give comments. You can give ratings and reviews, which you can do at iTunes and other such places like Google Play and other places you get your podcast because doing that. Let's other people know that the show exists and we'll spread the word far and wide so that we can all be friends, which is really what we want to do anyway, right? We, want, we all want to be friends, right? We don't want to be lonely anymore. And this could be the place to help you find not just me as a friend but others out there as friends. So here we go. This is from Lister's Mate, who you may know is also Anthony, who left the message at, uh, who left the comment on the website. He says, I got to know Francis uh, through uh, his many times co-hosting the show, Super Geeked Up. Francis' thoughts and opinions on relationships, feelings, and everyday life situations are in-depth and personal, especially for people who deal with loneliness and sociability issues in general. Anyone who is looking for a podcast that talks about relationships, both on and offline, should listen listen to his podcast. As Francis says, everyone could use a friend, even online. Oh, thank you so much for the kind words, my listeners. Mate. Anthony. Um, I really do appreciate it. It's yeah. I feel, Hey man, I felt those things. This is why I made it. This is why this exists because I have felt lonely. I have had issues in, in society in general and I wanted a place for people to find some solace and know that you're, they're not alone. You're not alone. You really aren't. Um, people care about you. Even this disembodied voice. It's kind of true. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can hit me up at aka the other guy on social media, show at gmail.com, 347-450-4335. If your voice wants to be heard and or you want to leave me a text, I will talk to you on all of those platforms. If you don't want to do it publicly on the show, I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you guys there. Because I like conversation. Conversation's cool. I'm a talker. As you can tell, I do the show. I talk. um, And you can uh, go ahead and do that. So, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks again for um, keeping me company. And as always, as you know, you have a friend in me. Talk to you next time.